Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good morning to you. This is Brad, and I say good morning because it's before 8 o'clock here. I'm in the barn studio right now. It is 27 degrees outside, and little by little, the barn is heating up. It's good I'm able to get around here. Nothing like a good cup of hot coffee to get me going in the morning, and I know the same's with you. But whatever time of the day that you're, uh, you are listening to this podcast, I appreciate it. And I hope that you're doing well, and we are going to be looking at another subject about heaven as you are listening to the Questions About Heaven broadcast. The podcast is coming straight out of South Carolina, upcountry South Carolina. My name's Brad Zockel, and our ministry is The Heaven Tour. I'll tell you more about our ministry. Uh, We are very, very active. As a matter of fact, I need to take a break in just a little bit and then concentrate more on just being in one place continuing the ministry uh, in recording and all of our other office work as I'm meeting with the board this week because it has been a busy summer. My word, if you remember, I have had my feet in many different locales and uh, perhaps I've been able to meet you. It has been a wonderful time receiving invitations to travel around. I have been over in Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, oh, let's see, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, And this weekend, I'm heading over to Virginia, and I'm going to be over this weekend in a a real quick circuit in meeting some different friends here and speaking and encouragement and also in ministry. On Sunday, November 5th, I will be in Pound, Virginia, Pound, Virginia, with Pastor Randy Reagan, his congregation at Independent Bible Church in Pound, Virginia. I'll be there for the morning and the evening services. And then I'll be moving over Monday, November 6th of 2023 to an evening service. That will be, oh, I'm going to (coughs) say, excuse me, right down the road about an hour or so in Williamson, West Virginia. Pastor Hiram Justice is the pastor welcoming everybody. You can all come and enjoy the time together with a wonderful fellowship of our West Virginia friends. And I will be uh, giving an evening service, including a Q&A time on uh, things about heaven, about the God of heaven, the heavenly kingdom, Jesus Christ, end times, the book of Revelation. Hey, it's wide open as we talk about this wonderful subject. Then the next day, it's going to be pretty much an all-day conference. I will be at the Appalachian Independent Ministers Fellowship in Hazard, Kentucky, and that's about another hour from Williamson, and I'll be over there. So this will be pretty much a quick swing here. Then I'm going to meet some friends, uh, some pastor friends over in Tennessee on my way back to South Carolina next week. It's my final push before the holiday season, but I'm going to be ministering as the Lord would allow, and I'll be with you and then sharing a number of podcasts as we are continuing to increase our ministry, working and letting the Lord just open up the doors of ministry on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok, and on YouTube. And so the weekday classes on TikTok are over at uh, Dr. Brad Zockel, and that is going to be every weekday morning, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Then we move everybody on over to YouTube, and YouTube Live is every weekday morning from 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're not able to make the YouTube Live broadcast, it is uh, with great joy I let you know that we have archived all of them. You can go through and then see the different uh, the different classes that we have. The first half on both TikTok and YouTube are teaching. We go through a study, and then the second half, we go through a Q&A time. So you're more than welcome to, to uh, get involved in that. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 1 right now. Once again, we are looking at the omnipotent God, God who is known as, like Judges 6 says, Yahweh Shalom, the God of peace, we see uh, Yahweh Shema, the God who is there, the ever-present God. Uh, Psalm 90, El Olam, the everlasting God. We see all of these names for the Lord. And we see Adonai, the Lord and Master. And surely we are taken back by his magnificence. And yet we're assured of his love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, a love that never goes away. A love that doesn't point out the wrongs that were done in the past. A love that is so patient, love that endures. This great love comes from the Lord. And when we look at this, we say, but how can I stand before this Lord? And, you know, what, what, uh, what am I going to be like? And even more so, as we've studied those things, the condition of the believer, let's step back a bit because there's a great concern is, okay, I'm following the Lord now. I am with him, I am worshiping, I am loving the Lord, I am uh, praying, I'm in an assembly of Bible-believing fellow Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, being led and taught and instructed. But I'll be honest with you, Brad, uh, the, the, the belief that going to heaven is a wonderful thing, and I have a, a deep belief in that, but the step, the step, going over the threshold, and, and I, indeed, I, I do fear this. I do uh, have a trepidation on what's going to happen in this inevitable step. So in the Christian faith, one of two things happen for the future of the believer. Either you are going to be taken, body and soul, in the rapture, that's the Latin word that is used, but the Greek word from the scripture is the harpazo. You are taken then, snatched away, and you will not taste of death. Or, if you aren't chosen to that event in uh, history, then when you die, your soul goes immediately to heaven. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 8 tells that absent from the body is present with the Lord. Uh, you are there, and as Hebrews chapter 12, verses 22 and 23 tell us, that even right now, the righteous ones are in heaven. Uh, their souls are in comfort, are in perfection, and they are there. Then during the rapture, then their bodies will meet with their souls. So either one, either you're going to be taken in the rapture or you are going to face death. And either way, this is going to be uh, just a mega event in the existence of every Christian that has ever lived. And so if they have not already uh, faced this, my mother, my father, my oldest brother have all stepped into eternity and they're in heaven uh, right now. So if that happens if the, the rapture does not happen, then you and I are going to face this monumental step of leaving this life. And this is very, very fearful to a lot of people. And rightfully so. It's not like we've had practice in this. 
But look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 1. Paul says this. He's already talked 1 Corinthians in his first letter to the Corinth church. Uh, chapter 15, the whole chapter, resurrection chapter, you can call it magnificent things. We've studied again and again and again. Now take a look at this. For we know that if this the, the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. 2 Corinthians 5.1, once again. For we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, let's talk about our body, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Now, it tells us this. We know this, but then there's an if in here. Well, if he, either you know it or you don't, Paul, what's he, what's he saying? If the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, well, he's talking about the rapture. It may be that a chosen generation goes and their earthly tent is not destroyed. It is made into the spiritual DNA that will be acceptable into heaven and then again on the new earth. That is what he's saying. But we have this confidence. We are assured that when this life is over, look at the second part, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. I'm looking over here and I have my... I'm, I'm, I'm gesturing, even though this is ridiculous that I would be gesturing on podcast. But uh, I'm looking over to my right here, and I'm gazing upon a Fisher Price castle that I bought for my two boys when they were in elementary school uh, years back. You can put all kinds of little men through it. It's all here, and it's a little castle. You can move toys in and out. Hey, that's nice. It's a good structure, but it's not suitable for us. I can't call that a home. The thing can't be more than two feet high. And I think it's barely two feet across. And that's nice. That's a structure, but it's not fit. We will go and we'll grab. We have a case of Legos through the years. We've accumulated them. Friends have given them. And I'll go with the grandkids and we will sit down. And Noah and John Bella sometimes uh, will join me. And we'll make some houses and possibly some vehicles out of Legos. Wonderful. But you can hold them in your hand. They're temporary and they break down. I think about those when we talk about our earthly home. That's our body. And to emphasize the temporariness of it, the, uh, Paul says, being a tent maker himself, this is a tent. This body is a tent. And when it's destroyed, and that word for destroyed in the Greek is struck down. You're striking down the tent to move on, rolling it up. When I was in scouts, it took a lot more time to, to, to raise that tent than it did to to strike it down. It can happen very quickly. And as we have all those years from birth up the way through, and we're, we're growing and everything, and death sometimes comes instantaneous to somebody. Somebody is, uh, is killed in an auto accident, or there's a devastating disease that takes somebody in the matter of days, or someone else through a violent act uh, passes from this life. Death can come much more quickly than birth and the continual growth has happened. Struck down. If it's struck down, What's this saying? We have a building from God. See, what Paul is emphasizing is what he emphasized in the previous letter. You have an existence, and let's separate them and understand the whole-bodied work of the Lord in you as you have come to him. You have an earthly existence, and you have an eternal existence. This body is limited to the earthly. Then God will resurrect it, and it will be eternal. Right now, it's a tent. It's struck down. I want you to think about this. 
Israel is a good example of this. As they followed the Lord and they came out of Egypt and they went, the first thing they had as they traveled was a tent to meet with God, a tabernacle, a temporary one. You look at it in Exodus chapter 25 through 31, and then also in chapters uh, 31 through 40, this description of this temporary abode, holy, yes, but it was temporary. Then the first sites of the, a permanent temple, Solomon's temple, for example. Look over in 1 Kings chapter 6, and you see, ah, now there's a more permanent structure. Well, that's an example of us. Right now, we are in a traveling, a moving around, a Bedouin type of existence on this earth. We're called ambassadors, which means we really don't have a home. We're representing the kingdom. Ephesians talk about, talks about we're living in the heavenlies, which gives us an idea. We're on earth, but we represent the kingdom, but we're not home yet. All of those things. And there will be people that will say to me, I'm, I'm very afraid of heaven, and we'll be nameless, we'll be faceless, we'll be walking around in a monochromatic series of clouds and wandering, wandering. What <laughs> If God's given you an existence right now as a home, albeit it is a temporary home, why would he make you homeless in heaven? Doesn't he make any sense? The loving God, he's going to take you to less than what you are now? More, uh, uh, you know, more panic? Think about this. In chapter 4 and verse 17, he has already talked about the temporal problems and pains of this world are nothing compared to the eternal. He uses the term the eternal weight of glory. It's beyond comparison. I'll remind you what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. We have a promise from God, those who love him, to an existence and a future that we cannot even imagine. Our eyes have not seen it. Ears have not heard anything like this too. All of these things are so important as we are in our walk with the Lord. He has a home, John chapter 14, in my father's home. Uh, we, we are seeing this. Isaiah chapter 56, verses 5 through 8. I will give to the believers in my home, within my walls, a memorial. We've talked about this so many times. And in that, we see, just as the example of Jesus, in John chapter 1 and verse 14, Jesus came down and it says that he dwelt among us. That word in the Greek literally means he tabernacled, he tented among us. He put on an earthly tent, just like we did. But now, what is he like? He has a resurrection body, Luke chapter 24. He talked, told them to feel his hands, the flesh and bones. Uh, he ate food with them. And then we're reminded in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2 that we will see him as he is and we will be like him. This is why we can face death. As my pastor, Tom Craig, who died, I believe it is a dozen years ago now, who passed away, well, just short, I think about a decade ago, and in the time that they diagnosed him with cancer, he was with us for 12 weeks, and we watched him carefully, and he was being more emaciated as the cancer aided him, but he never wanted to leave us until the last week he spoke to us. It changed our church, but what we saw was a lack of something, a lack of fear. You see, we could see Tom in all those years, my senior pastor over in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, we saw him reflecting God in the way he lived, pointing to God in the way he lived. And then we saw Tom reflecting God in the way he was to die, pointing to God in the way he was to die. And this changed 
believers and non-believers alike. I know it changed me, and it's one of the reasons I have this ministry now, is because of the blessed testimony of someone like Tom. I want to thank you for our time today, and my question is, are you reflecting God? Are you pointing to God in the way you live and in discussions with others on the way you die? Are you talking about heaven as if it's going to be a homeless existence, a wandering existence? Are you kidding? Just take a look at some, well, take a listen, and then go over and take a look at some of the posts that I have on YouTube, on TikTok, on those, the Heaven Tour uh, on YouTube, here on the podcast. Do you have any idea that I would even hint that we're going to be in a homeless existence in heaven? Of course not. We see the continual reminder, we are going home. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, when I'm absent from the body, I will be at home with the Lord. We're going to be home, family, with God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the blessing of the Holy Spirit. What a promise. Thank you for being with me. I appreciate you so very much. We're near the end of the year. And friends, if you can help us as we finish our ministry in the end of the year here in, by giving, uh, we are a 501c3 corporation. If you would have a gift for the Heaven Tour, would like to send us anything, then would you please send it over to the little town down the road from me in Pickens, South Carolina. The Heaven Tour is the ministry. And then it's Post Office Box 795, Post Office Box 795, Pickens, South Carolina, 29671. You'll receive a receipt. And for the end of the year, we are looking. We're getting pretty thin in our uh, outreach uh, budget. And so anything you give would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, my friends. If you have any questions, please write me, brad at theheaventour.org. I really appreciate all my dear friends. God bless you, and Lord willing, we'll talk soon. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax-deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end-of-year gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box, 795 Pickens, South Carolina, 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.